Hi, I'm Marlene Marco, creator of Heart of Networking Events, and you're listening to SME Stories Podcast. You are now listening to the next great small business podcast. Welcome to the SME Stories Podcast, where it is all about small businesses in Canada. And here's your host, Ken Alfred. Hey, everybody. Thanks for on the show. We got a great episode today with Marlene Marco. Marlene Marco is the creator and leader of the highly successful Heart of Networking organization. She describes herself as a connector of people and a creator of opportunities. One of her greatest joys is to facilitate the connections that business owners need to move their business forward. Virtual Heart of Networking events are held monthly as are special training opportunities at a monthly next-level workshop. Unique quarterly in-person events round out the calendar. She has been an entrepreneur her entire career. So Marlene speaks from firsthand experience. Helping others succeed is her passion, whether it is through networking connections, educating, or creating a spotlight. All members are given opportunities to shine. Marlene has been in the effective business networking space since 2005 and created the heart of networking in 2012. Marlene was named Ajax Pickering Board of Trade 2018 Business Person of the Year and is very involved with her local business community. She's honored to chair 100 Women Who Care, Ajax, Pickering, Whitby, and gladly devotes her volunteer time to help this stellar organization continue their worthwhile work in the community. So guys, we're talking about the networking space here and especially at events as well. So I think uh, Marlene's got some great stories. So sit back and absorb. All right, guys, we have Marlene Marco from Hearts of Networking Events. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, so... I guess this is going to be a new space that we haven't really ventured into is actually the networking event space. So I'm very excited to do that. So, all right, Marlene of Heart of Networking Events, what's your story? My story? Well, it's, uh, it's a long one. <laughs> um, and I, it, so to, to start off with, I've, I've always been self-employed. I've never had the, uh, the corporate work experience or, um, uh, all the things that go along with that. I've always been uh, entrepreneurial at, at heart my entire career. So that is what led into the business of networking. Uh, and I kind of fell into that by accident, if there are accidents. Um, well, I was going to ask you, how did you fall into that space, right? Yeah. Well, I, I actually, I attended, I was at the time I was in a direct sale fashion company. That was my, my, um, the work that I was doing. Um, and I attended a networking event. And at the time, the owners of that networking organization were looking for a new chapter director um, for the home chapter. And they suggested that, you know, I might want to interview for that. I had no idea what that even meant. I didn't know if it was volunteer or paid or I, 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 I just went to that event to, to learn and meet other women. So as it turned out, I did start working with them. Uh, I then later partnered with them as their executive director. And we were together for five years working. We opened chapters across Canada. And then um, a few things happened and they decided to close their doors. But the local people who were in my chapter of that networking organization came to me and said, but Marlene, we need this. Um, you, you know, you have to do something. So, um, we did, that's when we opened Heart of Networking and that's now 11 years ago and, uh, have been, uh, 
evolving for those 11 years and continue to evolve. See, that wasn't so long, right? So, (laughs) Well, and that might be the abbreviated version. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to dive into a bunch of different things. That's going to be fun anyways. So, so you got dragged into this thing by accident, right? And then, and you just got the demand that people said, we need this, we need this thing. So was it just their lack of like networking functions during that time before when you started to create this uh, whole thing? Well, that would be part of it, Ken. Um, At that time, there were not as many business networking organizations. I mean, there was the typical boards of trades and chamber of commerce and, and those types of things. But, um, but a big part of it was that I learned that I really loved to help women make the connections that they needed to make to move forward and to be able to, to support them and create that community that where we lifted each other up and, and got recharged by the events and, it was just an atmosphere that I, I loved and, and wanted to continue to build. No, no, that's perfect. And let's backtrack for a second there. So explain to the listeners um, your company and all, that's, all the services you guys offer to the business sure. owners. Sure. So Heart of Networking Events, well, like everybody else, I guess, up until three years ago, we met in person. <laughs> and, uh, and I have to say that the last three years have been a, a real blessing for Heart of Networking because we learned that we can do things that we didn't know we could do and we could add in other benefits that we didn't know were possible. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so now we have, uh, we are at the core of virtual networking event uh, organization. We offer one business training workshop and one online networking event each month online. And then quarterly, at minimum, uh, we do in-person events as well for the local membership. We try to create as many opportunities to highlight, spotlight the members as we possibly can. And we have built it as a membership model over these last three years. So as a VIP member, there are uh, opportunities for speaking at the events for um being the guest trainer at the workshop. Uh, we even run, if a business has a, a physical location, then we run, excuse me, we run what we call an on-location event and invite the other members to come in and, and learn what they're doing there. And uh, especially if they're a new business that people don't really, haven't really been into yet or don't, uh, don't know really what they do. So it helps to open up the, the doors for them. Uh, we offer to partner with a member on information sessions, and those are just a little one hour. Um, those are so far all done online. Um, and it gives the, it gives all of us a chance to get to know that member on a deeper level. We may or may not become their customer. That's not, it's part of what it's all about, but, um, that's not a full reason. Part of it is that we want to understand and I think this is critical. We want to understand not just what people do, but why they do it. And what gets them up in the morning and what their passion is. And that's what sets people apart. So I guess the, the, the short answer to your question is creating as many opportunities to put the, put the members in the spotlight and get to know them better build stronger relationships, and then we know who to refer. 
Right. No, no, that's it's pretty cool, actually. It's an interesting concept because I know I've been to a few networking functions and boards of trades and chamber of commerce. And sometimes, you know, for people who go who've never <laughs> been to one, I would suggest definitely, definitely look it out and try to try it out, actually, and see what it's like. Because I know sometimes the, the concern was always, okay, you got to have your elevator pitch ready to talk to everybody and hand out your business cards or virtual business cards or whatever that case may be and try to land all these people as clients. When a lot of the times, you know, I don't know if people, some people might be receptive to that, but I think for a lot of people, they just, you know, they don't want to feel being sold to because they probably get that a lot as an owner anyways, right? Like everybody's calling you. I don't, I can't tell you how many emails I get from uh, website developers that want to build a website for my company, right? Like yes. chuckling in the back. So, and I guess when you go to these events, you don't expect to, you know, it, it's almost like you want it to occur naturally because I think generally people would want to do business with people they generally like and trust, right? So the goal is is like baby step approach. Like you're not just going to be there and say, hey, here's all I can do for you and, you know, let's do business together. It's more like, no, tell me about yourself and, you know, let's hear your story and all that sort of stuff. And then just, you know, let the, like foster, like really foster that relationship to at the beginning phases to really, to, and, and if something turns out in the end, great. If not, at least you said, well, it might not be working for me, but you know what? I do know someone who could definitely utilize your product or service and that that's how it is too, right? Yeah, you you touched on an awful lot of things there, Ken. Excuse me. Um, it It is the bigger picture of networking. It isn't about making a sale today. Uh, if that happens and the timing is right and the stars align, wonderful. Um, just don't expect it to happen every time you, you show up to a networking event because it is a rarity. Um, yeah. And depending on the industry that you represent as well, right? Um, you know, there are some, you know, if you sell a product that's sort of an impulse purchase, maybe you sell jewelry, for example, you might make a sale the first time. You might be wearing an earring that somebody says, oh my gosh, where did you get those? I need to have them. Okay. But if you're a mortgage agent, the chances of you lining up in in time where, you know, somebody needs your advice right today and, you know, they, they, they need help, that's that's a rarity. So you have to look at the bigger picture. It is about building relationships and it's about truly understanding what other people do. You mentioned know, like, and trust. And absolutely, that's who you do business with, who we all do business with. I like to add to that, know, like, trust, and remember. So the consistency when you belong to a networking organization, whatever that might be, to me is important because Yes, I might meet that person today and they explain to me exactly what they do. And I think it's wonderful. And then they don't come back for six months. Well, by month three, I, I may have forgotten them and moved on to somebody else. So it's important to, to really use the benefits that are provided. You know, it's the old story. If you join a gym, just because you signed on the dotted line and you don't show up for the workout, you're not going to get all that fit. Um, and it's the same in, in networking. You, you, what you put into it is what you'll get out of it. Yeah, I think that's what people need to understand as well, especially those who've never been to one, is that, uh, you know, it is, like you said, it's just to expand your network. And it's called networking events, right? So you're going to learn and you're going to meet new people and stuff like that. And potentially these people can help you in the future or 
honestly, it could be something where you didn't even know you needed that product or service. And then, oh, wow, I can actually buy from this person because, you know, otherwise I can go on the Google machine and try yep. to look up, you know, local stuff. But sometimes you never know, you know, with Yelp ratings or all these other type of ratings and you don't even know anymore if, who, who do you really trust. So it's, it's kind of good to see that. So, so how big, how many people are on your team right now? Marley? In the organization as members? Um, both. Yeah. So one, one for your total membership, but then also f to help you run your company. Okay. So the membership, um, because we do have a membership option, but people don't have to be a member. They can kind of pay as you go if they choose. So of the paid members, we're a little over a hundred, um, of the paid members. And then, um, we have a number of people that, that attend sort of when they can. They don't get as many benefits, of course, as the membership, but it suits their circumstances. And whatever suits them, that person's circumstances is just fine with me. Um, we have typically on our virtual networking events, we have uh, around 60, 65 women. And uh, the uh, business network, a business workshop is, it's called Next Level Workshop uh, with some networking in that as well. We That's typically a smaller, more targeted group, depending on the topic. And we usually have about 20 to 25 on there. Um, our in-person events, because we open them up to the public as well, those are, those tend to be larger. So we've got one coming up that's like a mini trade show idea. We do those twice a year and we open that up to, uh, to everyone, members, non-members, men, women, everybody's welcome at those. And it's just to, to understand what goes on in the, in the local business community, who's working, who's doing what. I'm fascinated by the different, uh, industries, the different twists that people put on an industry and, and create a business from it. Like it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing to see all the different ways that, that people, women, anybody can, uh, can, you know, build a business and, and, uh, make a, a good, uh, a good living that way. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. And, and how many are, is oh. helping you to actually steer the ship as well? So on, the, on my, on my team. So I, yeah, I don't have any like full-time employees. I have people that I use as needed. So, um, obviously the, uh, and they've all come from networking, believe it or not. <laughs> ah. so, uh, That's I have, you preach. Like, That's great. Yeah, I have my uh, accounting services. I have um, a, a VA that I use on occasion. Uh, I have so a social media that actually she's uh, she's full time, not full time, but she's a regular um, social media person. Uh, I have a graphics person. Um, so it's they're kind of on an as needed basis. And as time goes by, of course, we need them. I need them more and more. I I, t I have I tend to say we because I I feel like. Our organization, members, team, everybody is all part of part of networking. I don't feel like it's my group, although I'm the leader and the creator of it. I feel like it's our group. And that's the culture that I have tried to build since day one. And I and I feel like I've been very successful in doing that. I feel like it is it is our group and we're all all in this together, you know, the high tide floats all boats, right? I like that. High tide floats all boats. And I like that, you know, that, that we're in it together. Because do you remember back when the pandemic started? Everyone was using that phrase, but it seemed like, at least within Canada, that, hey, we're all together. 
And then some reason, okay, the message is getting old. Everyone go back to butting heads with each other. And you're like, oh boy, never mind. I missed that days when all levels of government and the, the, the general story was let's help each other out. And we could do that. We could use more of that nowadays, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it, it's one of the things that attracts people to the heart of networking community is, is the, the group atmosphere, um, belonging, um, learning together. There's a saying that, um, everybody you meet knows something that you don't know. Hey, do you need an error-free website? Do you need transcriptions that's accurate and on time? Would you like to remove noise from your video or audio recording? Do you need a spokesperson for your business? If so, we can help. At Northway Capital Group, we are happy to announce that we are now providing website testing services, audio transcriptions, and audio cleanup, as well as spokesperson services. We would love to help you on your next project. Contact us for more information at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's great to hear. Because I remember, too, like one of my previous guests, uh, you know, we used to work together at a different company. And uh, when I started doing this podcast, I started talking to him. And one of his stories was is that he was actually about, he was just starting his like networking or like a meeting, like an event planning kind of business. But it was all um, in person. This is literally just at the time before they shut everything down. And then he had to pivot. And now he's a successful digital marketing company with the, uh, you know, plenty of contractors that work with him. So it's like, it's interesting how creative creativity can really start something which didn't, you didn't plan on. Because how many times did you hear about too during the whole pandemic when, you know, people would sometimes leave their job or their, their business and they decided to become like a, a freelance business, whether it's an Uber driver or a skip the dishes driver, because at that time the demand was really high on that. Right. So it's yeah. interesting to see how these businesses kind of started. So uh, it's interesting. There were many new businesses started during the pandemic. Some of our members, a good number of our members, our newer members, um, just started their business during during COVID. Saw an opportunity. There was a gap somewhere that you know that they could uh, they could fill, and and perhaps they were maybe they had lost their their nine to five job or were just you know done with it. Um, and so they, they saw it as an opportunity to, to create something new for themselves and their families. And it's, 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 it's a high number of people that actually, and, and perhaps more women than men, um, were able to start their own business and, and very successful business in, in, in quite different, uh, different industries, new concepts that we hadn't, hadn't thought of before. Well, yeah. How many, do you remember also, and I know we don't want to keep going back to the pandemic, but how many like pop-up PPE shops that I saw in malls that were going right. up, right? Yeah. Where people were selling all the PPE, the protective pers yeah. personal protective equipment. That's what it was. So yep. interesting. So back to the industry here. Is there any other details about your particular space that would surprise anybody? Not aside from the expenses and stuff like that, but anything else that when someone, when you tell someone that, you know, you run an, a networking event company and they'll be like, they might have some preconceived notions on that. Yes, that that's absolutely true. Um, and and it's it's just that they've possibly never understood it before, or networking means something different to them. So if somebody's been working in a corporate situation, networking is working with other people in that corporate situation, right? Um, and and trying to impress the boss or 
you know, it's a very different atmosphere. So they sometimes they have to get past that to understand that we are designed to lift each other up, not to tear each other down or or push anybody aside. And uh, so I think that's probably the biggest um, misconception that I come across. Yeah. And like, that's what I was going to talk about in the tips from the pro segment is that, you know, aren't a lot of these things like, is it, isn't it too cutthroat where everyone's kind of like, if you have, let's say five mortgage agents that are members there and you know, they're going to work the room and, you know, is there anything like that where it's like, you know, cause I know there's some like, I wouldn't call them, I don't know if it's networking, but one of some organizations that they're only allowed, you're only allowed to have one representative per industry kind yep. of thing. So yeah, so this is this is sort of a a a, a a pet point of mine um because we don't have any exclusivity. And you used a good example with the with mortgage agents because we have we have a number in our organization, quite a few. Uh they actually some of them end up um doing collaborative events together. Um they help each other out. But our philosophy has always been there's enough business to go around for everybody we talked before about who you know like and trust and remember um and each person brings something different to the table and you will click with one more than another in whatever that industry is so if you come from a place of abundance feeling like there is enough business to go around for everyone. To me, that is that j it just opens things up. That that's, that's our philosophy. I feel like putting exclusivity in would, would be like coming from a place of lack, like you're my customer um, because I'm the only mortgage person here where that's, you know, what if I don't really click with that mortgage person, then I'm probably not going to use that person to, for, for those services. So we, we let people create their own relationships and, you know, it's kind of like water finding its own level and it, it always finds its own level. And, um, there's, we, we do business with the person as opposed to with the Company, company i do believe um so you know even with with realtors with mortgage with or even Rental if you services look at providers yeah like yeah sure even if brokerage. you look at direct sales companies so pampered chef um uh young living um stella and dot whatever that those direct sale companies are there might be three or four representatives from that company that are part of the part of your circle, your your ripple of connections, and but you'll find the one that really speaks to you, and that's the one that you'll do business with. They all have the same products. They all have the same level of service. They, well, service could could vary, but the same you know same return policy, same shipping prices, same products, same prices. But there'll be something about that one provider that speaks to you yeah. so we, we kind of let people put their it it's open to you putting your personality out there and 
reaching out to whoever you want to do business with. I mean, there's the other side of it too, right? I mean, if you're the service provider and you're the, the pampered chef representative, for example, there might be somebody there that eh, maybe you don't really want to have her as a client. Maybe they, you just don't click and you have that option. Hey, you, do you need a voiceover? Well, look no farther. Northway Capital Group has your answer. Commercials and explainer videos, AVR and voicemail, health and wellness, corporate training and e-learning, announcements, documentaries, and biography. Contact us on social media or email us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. Well, that's also the advantage, too, of what you talk about. If you have several companies that offer the same product or service, that if they're actually all working together and that you know, they can only deal with, there's enough business to go around. So, you know, they'll be like, okay, well, you know, I can't handle this particular volume of client. Are you, well, can you take it? And then you're kind of referring them to, you know, a quote unquote competitor, but it could just be just like a, like a co-partnership kind of thing where you're spreading the wealth. That's why it's always good to spread the wealth. Cause I never understood that. Cause I used to be a personal trainer back in the day. And there were some that there were some trainers who were very, you know, they held everything close to their chest. Like they didn't want to, you know, if someone was talking about, you know, getting a new client, they would just be like, they'd freeze up and not really say who they're talking about. Right. And I'm like, back then, this is before online personal training was a thing. But I, I said, think about it. There's eight hours a day. How many clients could you possibly train in an eight hour day, maybe even a 10 or 12 hour day? Right. And how many people, how many members of the gym are there? So there's like, there's no way you can service all of them. So why can't you share that with other people? It doesn't make sense, right? So I never understood certain things. I know for some industries that they could be very competitive and very cutthroat that they have to grab as many as they can. But you know, I think what people have to understand is knowing your limit of literally how many people can you actually, how many clients can you actually service? That's and all you service need to know. well, yeah. And service well, right? Because if you get 100 clients, it's almost like I would rather have 10 good clients then a hundred clients where there's just too much that I can't. And then your service levels goes down and then you have dissatisfied clients. So there's really, you know. Who tell other clients? and Yeah, exactly. Who tell other clients? And now with this internet thing, people can write reviews on your company. Before they would only just tell family and friends, right? They'd be like, oh, this restaurant's no good. They just, their service is bad. Now they blast that on the internet. And if people look up that particular restaurant and they see reviews and they see that, they're like, oh. You got to be careful with that, right? So back to questions on you here for about the industry. So what has been your biggest failure, but also your biggest success so far? Um, so failure, I, I don't, I mean, there, there have been ups and downs that, that's, yeah. um, you the know, at down. The, sorry, the biggest down then. So we the don't biggest down, so um, <laughs> I guess, uh, well, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a progressive growth. Um, I, I think, I guess one of the biggest, um, uh, revelations that I had was understanding that not everybody, I, I, I feel like everybody should be networking and there are some, there's some resistance to that. It's with some people that they don't feel that they, they need it, want it, whatever. Um, that always surprises me because I, I see so much success coming from people who do tap into networking and, and use it effectively. And I, I feel like people could, could really use it and grow their business. But if they're not ready to accept that for whatever reason, 
then, uh, you know, that's, that's their choice. And again, I, you know, I, I can't be giving them unsolicited advice either. Uh, <laughs> but so that would be my biggest, um, I guess, disappointment, perhaps. Um, you know, sometimes I, I think a, a new member is going to come, come on board and, um, really be a big help to the membership. And, um, and then they decide for whatever reason that, that that's not going to be, uh, for them. And, it, you know, there, there's, a little of that, not not a lot, thankfully. Um, and, but the successes, you know, it's it's watching other members create collaborative um, things, uh, events, and so on. That's a big one for me. Is um, is watching them grow and build, um, watching them create something where they 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 work with somebody that they met at heart of networking. So here's an example. We have, um, a, uh, a realtor, a mortgage, um, person and a, an insurance person, and they will uh, sometimes work together. They met at heart of networking and they will sometimes put on seminars together or, uh, you know, first time buyer seminars, that kind of thing, different, a variety of things. Um, and when, it, so they're, they're, both serving the same target market, but they're serving them in a different way. So that way they can, you know, tap into each other's ripple of connection and, uh, and really work well together that way. Um, so watching the, their, their growth and knowing that, you know, knowing that I played this little part in bringing those people together as they, as they grew and, and built. Um, that to me is success. That, that is, that's, that's what I, that's what I live to create are those connections. We have three pillars with Heart of Networking. We have connection, education, and opportunities. So the, the connection part kind of speaks for itself. We talked a bit about that not being necessarily your next client. Um, but it could be a collaboration or it could be, uh, a new team member that you found there. Um, there's all kinds of, um, or or it could be a referral. I, I like to use the example. We have one member who does animal Reiki as a big part of her business. I personally don't have any pets, but I'm a good person to know what she does because I know lots of people with pets. Yeah. So that's that's an example of of where referrals come from building relationships, but not necessarily using that service provider yourself. Yeah. It's almost like you sound like a proud parent for some of these successes, right? You're just seeing when you're, when people see others succeed, even if their only contribution, like you said, which is very minuscule, like whether it's just setting up, having the venue that they met and now they're doing things together. It's like, you kind of feel proud of that. So Absolutely. that's good to hear. So, yeah. Hey, do you need an error-free website? Do you need transcriptions that's accurate and on time? Would you like to remove noise from your video or audio recording? Do you need a spokesperson for your business? If so, we can help. At Northway Capital Group, we are happy to announce that we are now providing website testing services, audio transcriptions, and audio cleanup, as well as spokesperson services. We would love to help you on your next project. Contact us for more information at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. For listening to the SME Stories podcast, which is owned by Northway Capital Group. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Northway Capital Group.